everyone, and welcome to Mary Morphosis. My name is Mary, and in this segment, I'll be teaching you all about the stories in Ovid's Metamorphosis, with a new guest every week. However, there is a little twist. The stories will be told from a modern-day perspective. So now sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Today's episode will focus on the story of Terius, Procne, and Philomela. Their story depicts some of the most grotesque interactions one could have. It's a story of bonds broken in a family and shows just how far one might go for vengeance. Through the media, we've learned about the horrendous acts that occurred in this family, but we've never gotten the perspective of any of the people involved. Regardless of your preconceived notions of Philomela and her sister, she is here today to give us her side of the story. Everyone, please welcome Philomela. Hi, Mary. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm extremely thankful to finally get a chance to tell my side of the story. Thank you for joining us, Philomela. Just to catch the listeners up to speed, last time we heard of you, you had just gotten surgery to fix your tongue and speech. What has been happening in your life since then? Well, the surgery was successful, as you can probably tell. I've been able to regain my full speech abilities, and they were able to repair what was left of my tongue. Since then, I've been going to therapy, which has helped me process everything that happened, and I've opened up an art gallery. Wow, an art gallery? That's pretty cool. What led you to opening up the gallery? Well, I realized that art was the thing that saved me during that time, and without it, who knows where I would be. Right, the situation. Would you care to start telling us your side of the story? To finally give listeners your perspective on everything that happened? Yes, I'm finally ready to talk about what happened. It's been almost 10 years since my sister killed her son after I had been raped and mutilated by her husband. I'm sure many of you have made your mind about what you think of me and my sister, but no one but us really knows what happened in those two years. Why don't you start us off from the very beginning? Sure. I guess you can say that the story starts with the marriage of my sister Procne and the king of Thrace, Tyrius. Their marriage had been a contract drawn up since they were five years old. Our father was the king of Athens at the time, and a marriage between Procne and Tyrius which ensure an alliance between Thrace and Athens. I had always found Tereus to be an interesting person, interesting in the sense that it always seemed like he was holding secrets from my sister. When they got married, my sister moved to Thrace to be with him, and I didn't see her for five years. I had missed her so much that when Tereus came to Athens with a message from Procne asking me to come visit Thrace, I jumped on the opportunity. I begged my dad to let me go, and Tereus also played a hand in convincing him. My dad finally said yes to letting Tereus take me to Thrace to visit my sister. I had never been so excited to see someone in my entire life. On the boat ride there, I noticed Tereus had a weird behavior. He'd stare at me from afar and would often give me odd looks. When we finally arrived at Thrace, 
Terriers led me to a little house hidden away in the forest. I had no idea where I was, nor how close this house was to where my sister was. All I know is Terriers had me trapped there. He overpowered me and did unspeakable things to me. I screamed so loud and for so long for help, and I kept trying to push him off. I screamed for my dad and my sister, but no one could hear me. I kept getting angrier and angrier with Terriers, and I had started screaming at him, telling him that I would tell the whole world about what he did to me. That made him even more angry. He had a pocket knife on him, and he used it to literally cut out my tongue. I couldn't speak for that whole year. Terrius paid his security to guard the doors of the house and not let me out. I was imprisoned that whole year with no way to notify Prakmi of what happened. I had no idea what to do. So then what happened next? How did you escape the house? I somehow had gotten the idea to weave a message into some sheets that were in the house. I weaved in detail of what happened to me and I let that sheet be my voice. I gave the sheet to one of the servants that would come in and clean the house and instructed them to give the sheet directly to my sister. After that, I just waited for my sister to come save me. Like I expected, she came and she gave me the biggest hug while crying and apologizing to me for what had happened. She snuck me into her home. It was hard to face my sister and look at her in the eye because I felt shame for what had happened. Prakni comforted me and assured me that Therese would not get away with what he did. I believed her, but I had no idea what she meant by he would not get away with it. When my nephew Iris came to see Prakni, I didn't know what she had in mind for him. I just remembered being dragged by her and somehow helping her kill Iris. I couldn't even scream no. I had no way to fight back. Prakni already had made up her mind about what she was going to do to Iris and Terius. When she presented Iris's dead body to Terris, Terris lost his mind. He started chasing us with a knife around his home, but we escaped. Both Prakni and Terris were arrested, Prakni for murder and Terris for assault. I received a psych evaluation and was deemed as not being in the right state of mind during Iris's murder. Wow. That is incredibly insane. How are you feeling about everything now? That is definitely a part of my life I don't ever want to look back at. I mourn the loss of my nephew every day, as I do feel he shouldn't have been involved. But I do also miss my sister and think about her often. I've tried to put all of that behind me and focus on the good things I have going on, such as art. Would you say that you became inspired to do art because of how much it saved you? Most definitely. You can say that the message I wove was a form of art, and that is what saved me. That is what I used to get my message out there when I couldn't speak. 
I think that's what art does for people. It communicates messages that sometimes cannot be said. That is beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I'm sure it was not easy. I'm glad to hear that your life has improved after this and that you're doing well. It's important for people to share their stories, and hopefully this will inspire others to come forward. Thank you for having me, Mary.